Hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we try a new brew and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And we're on day 262 of The Daily Brew. You have come on a fantastic day today. But just a reminder, if you've just joined us, I want to encourage you, stop what you're doing. Go back to episode one. This is a Bible in a year journey. We want to make sure that you don't miss any of the goodness. So start from day one, open up that Bible in Genesis. However, if you are here and you've been tracking well this whole time, we are going to dig right into these scriptures today. Psalm 108 verses 6 to 13. Galatians chapter 4 verses 21 to 31. And chapter 5, verses 1 to 6. Isaiah, chapter 44, verses 24 to 28. And chapters 45 and 46. If that was hard to follow, you can check it out in the description of whatever platform you're listening to this today. Before we get into the the Bible though, sorry, let's get into this brew. This is a classic tea from our tea cupboard. It is puka lemon and honey. Now Puka is a bit of a bougie tea brand. In fact, it's one of those teas that you would find not on the normal tea shelf, but on the health food aisle. This is Harry's favorite go-to tea when he's sick. Unfortunately, if you're watching on YouTube today, you'll see that I don't have the box. It's because it's been in our cupboard for so long. Harry just popped in a little baggie, and so he pulls out a little sachet whenever he needs it. I haven't had one of these in a really, really long time. In fact, I'm not convinced I've had one ever. So, what has it got in it today? I don't think this is in English. Zitron, Ingwer, Manuka Honig. Yeah, that's definitely just lemon, honey, ginger, and Manuka. Lemon, yeah, lemon, honey, and Manuka. Lemon, sorry. Lemon, ginger, and Manuka honey. I wonder what language that was that I just read. It looks like German. And then also there's a French one. Citron, gingembre. There you go. See, now you know how to say lemon, honey, and ginger in three languages. You're very welcome. You never know what you're going to learn here on The Daily Brew. Let's get into this brew so we can get into some Bible. Puka, lemon, ginger, and manuka honey. I'm getting tripped up because normally you say lemon, honey, and ginger, but it's too bougie. It's not bougie enough for puka. So they say lemon, ginger, and manuka honey. Let's see how we go. It's been brewing for a while. Doesn't smell super strong. All right. Oh, see now that is a lovely tea. That is subtle. Okay, so mm, I can see why Harry likes it, it's bougie. Okay, you know when you normally have lemon, honey, and gingers, and they're just so strong and it's too much? This is not too much. This is just right. Mmm, I can see why he likes this. Uh-oh, he's gonna, he's gonna be having a comp- competitor going through these teas. Mmm. Man, I'd drink this when I'm not even sick. This is good. Very subtle, very nice. I rate that. Puka, lemon, ginger, and manuka honey, people. If you wanna try it, it's in the bougie aisle. So you can check it out at your supermarket. All right, enough of the brew, though. <laughs> Let's get into the Bible. The Christian life is a life of freedom, or at least it absolutely should be. The Bible says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So why do we often feel so bound by things? Why are there certain things that we just can't shake? I wonder 
If it's because we live in a fallen world and we allow that world to dictate our lives a little bit too often. We can live with the mind of Christ. We can choose the ways of freedom, but it takes effort and intentionality. So what can we do? First of all, we cry out for freedom. In Psalms today, David was well aware of God's love towards him. So out of that revelation, out of that love, he could confidently cry out to the loving Savior for his victory and for his freedom. When you're struggling in a personal battle, perhaps you're bound by fear or addiction, you just can't shake off that unforgiveness or that shame, cry out to God for that help and that freedom, just like David does. In verse 12 and 13, he says, give us aid against the enemy. Now, your enemy might not be a person. It might be that fear. Give us aid against the enemy, he says, for human help is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory and we will tremble, and he will trample down our enemies. Number two, Galatians today. It's time to truly live free. Step into that freedom. The world will tell you that freedom looks like doing what you want, how you want, when you want, but there's so many long-term issues that come from this approach to life. Paul is clear in our passage today that true freedom comes from Jesus Christ. We aren't born free. That's why we have to be born again. Born again by the Spirit into a life of freedom through Jesus Christ. Now, Paul makes an interesting reference to Abraham in this passage. As we know, Abraham had two sons in the end, one from Hagar, the slave girl, and one from Sarah, Abraham's wife and the daughter of the promise. Who are you a child of? Hagar or Sarah? Flesh or spirit? Old covenant or new? Slavery or promise? Galatians 4.31 says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman, but of the free woman. We must receive the promise, the spirit, the freedom that comes only from Jesus in order to truly live free. And finally, in order to live truly free, we have to take God at his word. Our first chapter in Isaiah today speaks of God's ultimate authority. What he says goes. It shall be inhabited. It will be rebuilt. I will restore him. Whatever he says goes. Then in chapter 45, he speaks of Cyrus, a Gentile nation. Isaiah is prophesying the involvement of Cyrus in the restoration of those in exile. But in doing so, God's also declaring in advance the inclusion of the Gentiles. When he says, verses 2 and 3, I will go before you and I will level the nations. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. This is what Jesus did when he came. He cut through things that would hold us back. I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who summons you by name. What God says goes. So when he says, I have freed you, you are free. Full stop. I love this verse in chapter 46. Take God at his word here. Verse 4. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I, have, I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. 
Man, I don't know about you, but I am loving this new section of Isaiah. The first part, it's a little bit tough. You're going through a little bit of the judgment, a little bit of the prophetic kind of judgment on the people of Israel. But we break into this new section here in the 40s where God's just love and his declaration of breakthrough is just being sung over us through these passages. Man, I want to encourage you, make sure that as you go through these chapters in Isaiah, remember that this isn't just for the the Israelite people. This isn't just for Cyrus and for all these old, tiny people. This word, this scripture is for you. He will sustain you. He will rescue you. He has freed you. And in Galatians 5 verse 1, it says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Three, two, All right, one. time for verse of the day. Verse of the day is Isaiah 46 verse 9. Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God, there is no other. I am God, there is none like me. There is literally no one like our God. No one with the love, the power, the faithfulness, the authority. It is utter foolishness to put others in the place of God. Least of all, ourselves. This is the power of the Word of God. We are reminded the correct order of things. Don't put yourself before God. Don't put your dreams before God. Don't put your family before God. God is the only one who deserves that top place in your life. There is none like God. Remember that today. All right, and that's it for the Daily Brew. I hope you are encouraged and stirred up and as passionate as I am after reading those scriptures today. Come back tomorrow because we are going to be getting into some more goodness. We're going to be trying some more tea and it's going to be a good time. So if it's the start of your day, have a wonderful day. And if it's the end of your day, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for day 263 of the Daily Group.